millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I remember ringing because um, one club in London used to have to ring to get in with. And it was really hard to get in with them. And I called, got him on the phone. He's like, right, I'm going to start giving you spots. Started putting the spots down. He's like, ah, oh, there's just been a delivery. And he's like, I'll call you back. And just hung up. And then crates. And I just couldn't get back hold of him. I was just like, for fuck's sake. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so sorry. I'm, I'm, I've turned the first black guy to get a PhD into me missing out on, <laughs> on 300 quid's worth of kids. <laughs> I think that sums up your personality If you are perfectly. under any illusion of my gender or race, <laughs> that was a giveaway. <laughs> the Year Is with Red and Bobby. Welcome to The Year Is Podcast, the podcast where every episode we travel back to a year in history and we talk about the weirdest the most interesting and the strangest things from that year. And this is a special episode because it is our year anniversary. Yes. This Very is the, good. The year anniversary. I forgot. And we've, uh, people have stuck with us from the start. We thank you very much. Well, I don't thank you. Why not? Uh, I'm doing you a favor. Okay. Yeah. I'm giving you. Something for free. Unless you're part of the Patreon. Yeah, if you're a a Patreon subscriber, which I think after a year, if you're not, and you're just inhaling this for free and listening to a random ad, Mm -hmm. that's a bit insulting. Yep, it is. Because we want to build, you know? Yeah, we do. We want to go on adventures. We want the Patreon to fund some historical adventures. Mm -hmm. But that can't happen. Until you... Until you help us out. Off topic, I heard a quote today I thought was very inspiring. Uh, what was that? The quote is, you don't have to be faster than the bear. You just have to be not the slowest member of the camp. I like that, yeah. You have to be faster than the slowest member of the camp. So you don't have to be the fastest member of the camp. Just don't be the slowest. Yeah. And I quite like that. That suits me down to the ground. Yeah. I don't be the best, but just don't be the worst. Sort of sit in the middle. You get eaten by a bear. Yeah. I also found out that apparently the top athletes put 85% in, not 100%. I saw this on Twitter yesterday. When they're in, during competition. Yeah. Because at 100%, you can't focus. 100% is panic mode. So you're not, you're not calm and you don't keep a consistency up because you can't go 100% for the whole 100 meters. I I didn't realize Mm-hmm. That I was a professional athlete because I rarely give a hundred percent. No, but you're not going to give twenty five percent. Okay, <laughs> yeah. 
but like a marathon runner probably gives 25 percent. i'd say i'd say at any point they could run faster no but they're giving 85 because they're using all their tools and they're moderating their breathing and stuff like that. sure but you you a marathon runner could still sprint at any point and they don't because they they, it would they burn them out their rhythm yeah and that wouldn't be giving 100%. You're, using, you're, you're, being, you're making a bad decision. So that makes not... me feel a lot better about a lot of the episodes of this podcast I've done when I've been tired. Yeah, Especially right after Mabel was born. Yeah. Where I feel like I was probably giving like – it was like a training session yeah. for pro athletes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I felt like I was a sleep podcast. Yeah. In a lot of those. But no, so that's good. Um, don't, be, don't be – don't worry about being faster than the bear, everyone. Just don't be the uh, – the the slow one who gets eaten. So out of the three of us, Jody included, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we just have to be faster than Jody. Yeah, basically, this hey. was supposed to be the week we unveil Jody's face, but there's been an accident. Mm-hmm. Um, Jody sadly was in a forest fire. He's in a lab. <laughs> one of one of Jody's one of Jody's hobbies is lighting forest fires. Um, he was melting someone in a bathtub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of the fumes got him in the eye. Yeah. Which so is very sad. He has bandages on his face this week, so he said he can't reveal his own face this week because mm. of the bandages. He wants to look his best. So we're gonna have to delay again. Yeah. But we will. It will happen. We um. We've been out a big week. You've been doing a TV show. Can you talk about that? I can, I, don't, I can't talk about it specifically until it comes out. But I yeah. I, I went to. It was uh, me and Harriet were on a thing together, and we went to Manchester mm-hmm. for a night. Yeah, away from the child, which was like a vacation. Mm. And yeah. um. And what? So you like go on the internet, arrange to meet someone at like a KFC, and then the person's not. If they're older than you thought they were, and then you're on camera, is that, is that what they Well, you know, it, yeah, I guess you could call it a TV. I don't know. It's more of a YouTube thing yeah. when you're on the other side of the camera. Yeah. Pedophile. But like. Yeah. You know, it's a credit. Yeah, it's a TV A credit. lot of people are going to see it. That's yeah, what I'd yeah, say. Yeah. yeah. Mm. You know, that's if if I I there was a there was a comedian uh from I don't know his name. I do, but I'm not going to say. It. I remember that, yeah. And uh he he uh he got caught because he was trying to sex a child. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. Caught at KFC. In the was it KFC? Yeah, he was at KFC. Well, yeah, that guy, he he <laughs> he the pedophile hunters got him because he was uh, talking to them online thinking they were a kid. You'd think that like but, I, whatever these people are they're in their they're in their haze of what they're up to and then he so he met up with the guy and uh in the parking lot but then it got to the point where people were threatening him because yeah, li- they yeah. were live streaming it so mm-hmm. people were showing up to threaten the guy uh because you know he had tried to meet a child and then um he the 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 the, the man doing the pedophiling called the police mm-hmm. Well, he was scared for his safety. <laughs> he was scared for his safety. So he called the police, and he's like, yeah, yeah. "Some people are going to get me because yeah. I'm a pedophile. Please come yeah. soon." And then he kept calling back, like, "Where are you?" Yeah, where and I was like, "Oh, that, that's got to be a one minute you're in KFC on a date, you know, the next minute, <laughs> yeah, 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 there's a lynch mob <laughs> surrounding you." <laughs> Uh, so yeah, no, that was um, that wasn't good. <laughs> it's sort of, oh, it's that you could. That's a, that's a prank show nobody's asking for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A prank show I was asking for is you show up at a random cafe, start filming a random man, and say, "Are you here to meet Olivia?" And he's yeah. like, "Wait, what? What are you talking about? What are you talking about?" Mm-hmm. Like, oh, 
you're pretending to not know. No, no, no. We have text messages from you. Yeah. You've been texting a child. Yeah. And you are here to meet her. And he's yeah. like, I'm here to get pick up my my wife. I'm meeting my mm-hmm. wife. And then uh, you just ruin his life. Well, but they have to be careful, these people, because what if they were like... And then, weeks later, once he's lost his job, mm-hmm. his family's left him, he's, look, he's staring at a gun in a drawer, you just tweet, prank! Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> prank the thing is though you could you could organize to, meet, to meet his wife he was being honest organize to meet someone online and then um and then like you, you know you pretend you're a 15 year old you target a pedophile what if you then like sleep in and you go well meet me at the park tomorrow at this time and you sleep in and an actual pedophile gets them what does that make you know what do you? But like they wouldn't if, if send a kid. There's no kid involved, right? There's no real kid. No, so but, what yeah. do you mean a pedophile gets who? There's no one to get. Oh yeah, no, that's actually true. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. There's no one to get. Yeah, Red. no, there isn't. There isn't. No, it'd just be a guy getting stood up on his date. Yeah, that's true. Which no, is no, sad. No, but no, no, no. no. I, I tell you, no, say... so I, well, I tell you what I meant is, if you pretend no, you're just saying a different no, thing you pretend now. to be a 15 year old kid, you meet the guy. Okay. Yeah. Well, you got your range to meet the guy. And he turns up. You don't turn up, but a fifteen-year-old actually t- is just there randomly. Is what I mean. That would be a, a, a tragedy. A disaster. <laughs> that would be yeah, a tragedy. Yeah, a disaster. Yeah. That's what I was trying to say. I feel like mm. you'd probably set your alarm. Like I never, mm. if I have alarms for like mm. personal, like meeting up with someone, I might sleep through my, my alarm. Mm. I never miss like a work alarm. Yeah, because uh, so I think in the same way. Well, you can't in that job. You, you those people. Imagine wake just groggy eyes. You're pulling up, and you just see this guy, this kid getting on the back of someone's bike, and you're like, ah, fuck. Well, the one thing is, it wouldn't be too early because uh, school. Mm. So no, but this, this is a after skiver. school is usually when it's happening. This is a skiver. Oh, someone's skipping off school. Yeah, is that what that off means? School, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so that could that could happen. Yeah, I remember that show. There was you ever you watched it? Did you mm, watch the original the to Catch one. a Predator? Yeah. yeah, take a seat. Yeah, yeah, he was take like, a... But he's a piece of shit. Do you know what I mean? Like no one. Oh yeah, yeah. And... I mean, I'm not. Uh, you know those. Men... I liked it when they tried to make a run for it. Cause it's just like so stupid. <laughs> yeah, well, you would. <laughs> yeah, but just the faces. Sometimes when they tried to pull it off, was quite fun as well. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> and they're just trying to like start it out. Did you ever meet? people online no have you you were with rosie before the apps yeah yeah i never but i wasn't even on like msn and stuff as a kid really you know really you mm. seem like someone who just would have like uh swore at people on MSN. oh yeah definitely fun. like if there was you know i'd go around to mate's house and they had a chat room open we you know we'd be like your mum's a you know whatever yeah that was a great lady yeah your mum's a great i think youtube comments but then actually their that. mom was quite emotionally abusive, so yeah, you were gaslighting them. It yeah, was a, yeah. it was a a really odd yeah. strategy. Your mum's a great lady, so she's right about everything yeah, she says I, about you. <laughs> yeah, and then they'd feel sad inside, but <laughs> not know what to say. <laughs> yeah, you'd really get them. Were you a big uh, online user? Yeah, I'd love to talk to people online when I was a kid. It was a connection, you know. Who did you t- did you get any dodgy ones? No, I never was. No, I'm too much of a talker for that. Yeah, nobody's. Yeah. They go, oh no. Yeah, I can imagine putting you in the back of the car would be a nightmare. Ah! Yeah, lots of noise, going for the eyes. It'd be like picking up a fox and trying to take it. <laughs> <laughs> trying to fuck this wild fox. It's, it's not going well. It's just going mad. Yeah. Mm. 
I saw a video of a mountain lion stalking someone the other day, and he shoots, <laughs> pulls out a Glock and shoots at it. Okay. But, and the lion sort of gets deterred a bit, but then starts like running towards him, and he has to shoot again. He doesn't kill it. He doesn't hit it. But it's just fucking terrifying. You know, thank God in this country you can just... Like, I can walk to your house without going, I wonder if I'm being stalked. There's no predators left. No. Well, that, well we had wolves and stuff. Just, just Maybe the, bears. Just the men we spoke of. That's yeah. the closest. That's all we've got. And we're catching them every day on YouTube. <laughs> if you, Yeah. Imagine if you put a link to your special. If you like this video, <laughs> check out my YouTube special. Cockroach. Which, if you haven't watched, is very good. It is, and you're filming your special. With it, by the time this comes out, you've already filmed. It will have been filmed, so hopefully it goes. What well. are you going to call it? I don't know yet. I haven't decided. What's the venue called again? Aces and Eights. Live at Aces and Eights. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the worst title I can. Think I think of. can think of as well. I don't know what to call it. I'll, I'll, I've got ages, you know. Yeah. I maybe something will come about when I do. It. But you know, it's just like who cares about the title? I always find titles for stand up really hard anyway. Mm. Because it'll be like ridiculous, infuriating, and then it's just and then you go, "What? A, Shut up!" A person, yeah, it's just a person. And adverts for stand-up are always the worst as well. Yeah, they never just take a great bit. No, they just cut between like someone standing on stage going like, "Hey, everyone!" Yeah, and then I said, <laughs> "Why are you at the store?" And everyone's like, "And it's like, and you a bald eagle on his head." You go, this looks like the worst thing ever. It's like, maybe just take the best bit yeah. and just that is the just advertisement. Go, like Mickey Flanagan, out, out. There yeah. you go. Yeah, I don't know why. there was Because there was a whole thing with the stand-up DVD boom when it was like, new annoying guy with a fucking haircut who you're going to hate, but we're going to ram down your throat for the next decade. Man, I moved here a year too late. The year before I moved here, all of these new comedians were getting these DVD deals. Not famous at all. There was this company just throwing them out, and they'd yeah. get like 30, 40, 50 grand for the idea that once they were famous, they'd record a DVD. Most of them were never became famous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With, uh, and so they're just getting fucking piles of mm-hmm. cash. Mm-hmm. And what was weird about it was it's like, well, obviously, once they're famous enough to record a DVD, they'll take the money then. Yeah, you yeah. You don't yeah, have yeah. to like pre buy yeah. people. I like the sound of that. I know, it would have been We tasty. miss all of that. Because we can't make money, really, apart from live. Yeah. Because Spotify and just YouTube. I don't know how... I heard that um, David Baddiel said that in 2018, he made £900 from um, uh, his coming home. With the two other... Frank Skinner and the other guy. So between them, that's 300 quid each. Can you imagine how much... You know, imagine how much you heard that song. And do people... But where do they put... They stream it. Yeah. On Spotify. It's just getting nothing. Nothing. And now most people sing that song, and not the whole thing as well. I feel like every time someone sings it, he should get money. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that'd be good. Where's like the guy who wrote Happy Birthday? You're like, oh, for fuck's sake. But that's out of copyright now. Yeah. So you can sing it. I can sing it right now. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday to you. Mm-hmm. Do you know, 10 years ago, that would have cost me, like, literally... $25,000. Well, on this. Yeah. It, yeah. So if you sing Happy Birthday anywhere yeah. uh, before the copyright was out, they would just like pay up. That's why in movies, they made up new Happy Birthday songs. Oh, I didn't know that. Sometimes in a movie, they'll sing a different Happy Birthday song, and that's why, because they didn't want to pay. Ah. I didn't know that at all. Yeah. Well, the song was too powerful. Very interesting. I Imagine being the grandkid of the Happy Birthday guy, and you just... 
you're just living in a mansion, mm-hmm. driving a Jag, and people are like, where did you get your money? My grandpa wrote Happy Birthday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great, great song, that. It's annoying. I don't think anyone actually likes that song. No one. <clears throat> no one enjoys people bringing a cake in a restaurant and singing it. No. Everyone hates that. Unless, if you enjoy that, you're a psychopath. I think that song just got there first. Mm. Like, there could be, I'm sure, someone with musical ability could write a better birthday song yeah. than Happy Birthday to You. Happy Birthday to You. We should shake it up. Yeah. But then that guy got there first and just pigeonholed the market mm. of Happy Birthday songs. Yeah. We need to find a market to pigeonhole. A funerals? No, there's not really. Fun funerals. Abortion song. I don't know. Just, so, you know. For an <laughs> well, those occasion. are ideas. Yeah, we've okay. got ideas. Occasions. Um. <laughs> <laughs> a new occasion. Yeah. <laughs> like with De, De Beers and Diamonds. You know, divorce. You know, before De Beers, before, like 100 mm. years ago, nobody cared about diamonds. Diamond mm-hmm. rings weren't valuable. And then De Beers convinced everyone that when you propose, you need to propose with a diamond, that diamonds are forever, that this whole image of diamonds being mm. valuable was created through marketing and then they could charge a lot of money for it well, it's, well i thought yeah they're rare and they like what the twisted thing about diamonds is that it's like the more valuable they are the more people died to get it you know you think that would be the opposite yeah but no we need to find something where we can create mm. we can create a need that people don't actually have mm-hmm. i don't know what it is though it's not podcasts. <laughs> no. That would have been a neat... 2005, yeah. that was a neat... We would have killed it. <laughs> okay, well, on that bleak note, <laughs> we're going to go Happy back. Happy one-year anniversary. <laughs> I've done the research this week. Okay. And we are going back to a year, 1895. Yeah. So that is 11 years before my grandfather was born. My mm-hmm. grandfather was born in 1906. That's a fact. Mm-hmm. Wait, your grandfather, 1906? Mm. How old? Is he dead now? <laughs> well, he's either dead or 114. And... Yeah. 116. <laughs> yeah. 116. <laughs> what your eyes did there. That's, yeah. I don't you know. I was working it I, out. I, that's, uh, that's why you didn't try hard in school, because every time you think, you blink like that. And everyone in the class will go, what the fuck is wrong with this kid? It's I like, was doing math. When I, when I do math, I blink. <laughs> like, stop it. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah. Okay. So, um, 1895. Yeah, I just thought it was a fun year. And we were talking about inventions. Yeah. In 1895. Constantine Tsiolkovsky mm-hmm. proposed the space elevator. What's that? Oh, yeah, you're not a sci-fi guy. So the space <laughs> elevator is a concept. So it's not real, yeah. No, it's not real, but yeah. it's, a, it's a great concept. The, mm. It's a concept that will exist at some point on Earth yeah. where they build an elevator that goes to space. Mm-hmm. So you just build a giant structure that goes straight up, and then on that elevator, then you can get anything to space without rocket fuel. Okay. It's a great so you literally could just sort of hand on the handrail and you just go up to Mars. No, not Mars, just space. <laughs> Earth. Yeah. Like around mm. into Earth's orbit. Yeah. It's like, mm. it's not, like, I'm looking up how far to space. 62 miles. So it, mm. it would you, take ages. It would take ages, but you think of a bridge. There's bridges that are yeah. that long. Yeah. It's just a bridge that goes up. 
And if they did it, then they could get anything to space really easily. Mm-hmm. With a, and like lots of shit to space, and you could build more in space. That's the idea. Yeah, okay. It's a good idea. It's a great idea. This guy's, It's a concept. I've got a, a concept. A great white shark with a motor in it that takes you to space. Okay, no. <laughs> Should we put that on Wikipedia? I've just, I just thought that up. A space elevator <laughs> is a great concept. It sounds like something Elon Musk does. He's like, I'm going to make this and actually just buy Twitter. <laughs> you know? Stick to the space thing. And so what, is he like a fictional writer then, I suppose? Yeah, he was just a guy, a Russian dude. Yeah. And, and he, so we all sit there and you go, all right, I'm going to take up these hammers and nails. You bring the planks. He was one of the founding fathers of rocketry and astronauts. So he, he, uh, his work inspired Soviet rocket engineers who contributed to, like, he just had all these concepts. Yeah. Like, this is how we could go to space. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then, like, a generation later, people were like, oh, okay, yeah, let's try what he said. Let's actually make so it. So somebody yeah. has to have the idea. Like, yeah. Yeah. I like, think a concept and, like, an actual plan and idea are two different things though aren't they? yeah but without the co- yeah but that's yeah again you get gotta get in there with a the concept first okay but what if you say oh, i've got a concept cure for cancer that works 100 percent of the time and then someone invents it was that yours yes <laughs> you're a part of it so it says well i wouldn't have thought of it without that guy saying it i want to be able to read minds well a bit more specific would be like using the immune system to fight cancer yeah 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 which is now a thing they're doing mm-hmm but if somebody hadn't thought, what if we tried to use the immune system to fight cancer? It might not be that that person's research. Of course, yeah. It gets there, but he thought of the idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So right now, people get cryogenically frozen, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone thinks they're fucking idiots. Are people actually, I thought that was just in Demolition Man. No. People are actually doing uh, that. I'm not saying we're going to be able to bring them back to life. They're just dead, frozen bodies. We're yeah. not. Yeah. Those people probably aren't coming back to life. <laughs> but they have discovered... That if somebody has, like, a critical gunshot wound, mm, right? Mm. If they make them really fucking cold. Yeah. It kind of freezes the cells mm-hmm. for, like, an hour. And it can be the difference between them living and dying from a critical wound. No, really? Yeah. Yeah. So you just pour ice on people if he's been I, shot. I don't <laughs> think it's that easy. <laughs> if, some, if I'm walking along later in Camberwell and someone gets shot, I'll just run into co-op, come out with bags of ice, apply them quickly. Again, I don't know if you're the guy. No, I don't think I should be. Guy I don't here. think I should be the guy to do it. Yeah. So you could do like face-off situations, you know, we cut each other's. I was thinking if me and you did a face-off, it just wouldn't make any difference much to our lives. You know what I mean? If we traded faces. Yeah, people just go, ah, fuck off. <laughs> I think our personalities are inter- interchangeable enough. Yeah, it wouldn't be people just go, oh, it's you. And you go, no, it's, you know, and you go, cool, still not allowed in. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that re- yeah, that, I miss the '90s movies like that when they did a lot of that stuff. You know, oh, there's a new body swap family movie coming. Everybody swaps bodies. I just read about it. Okay, we were talking about this the other day because I did that worked on that French one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love body swaps. We all love body swaps, mm-hmm. but like, it's a it's a genre that for some reason keeps going. Yeah, I body swap incest mm-hmm. is like yeah. the weirdest thing. It's what everyone wants to see. <laughs> Nobody mm. wants to see it. Yeah. I saw some tweet the other day. This guy said, what was it? It's like, oh, yeah, your mother's personality goes into your girlfriend's body, vice versa. Which one do you sleep with to get them back to normal? <laughs> <laughs> that's, 
That's a great. That's a real question. That's what we should ask people who are like running for president and prime minister. <laughs> and stuff like that. The real questions. <laughs> okay. What would you do, Keir? <laughs> Girlfriend's body. <laughs> Bob's personality. Oh God, yeah. Wait, you say yeah? I said you mm. agree. Yeah, I think so. Mm. Um. So, but you then are having sex with your own mother. I don't know. It's it's it was one of those ones you just and she'll skip. say things your mom would say to you no, while it's you happening. Just, oh, stop it, Bobby! It's, <laughs> but she would like. I shouldn't have brought this up. You're being a good good boy. You're doing what you have to do. Oh, God. You brought it up, not me. I did bring it up. Yeah. No, you'd have to. But, but someone like Trump would just ace that question. He go. He just say, "What's it? His daughter's Ivanka, isn't it? It was not. Yeah, Ivanka, because she's so hot." <laughs> <laughs> He'd say something really honest and disgusting. Yeah, Ivanka, Melania's brain, Ivanka's body, because Ivanka's younger, but Melania knows what I like. <laughs> He'd be like. Oh my god, disgusting. Yeah. Wait, what's your answer though? I've just said it, Jody. What would you do? No, we don't win it. He, no, Joe, Jody would cut off his mom's head, sew it to his girlfriend's body, so that both of them could be involved. No, no. Well, I don't have a girlfriend, so it would just be me having sex with my mum. Eh? <laughs> and fair enough, Jody. Okay, okay Jody, in this... Look, in it's this, 2022. I don't think anything should be frowned upon In this anymore. hypothetical, you have a girlfriend, Jody. We're imagining a world... Where if, if if what's sad about this is Jody can imagine a world where personalities swap between bodies, but he can't imagine a world where he has a girlfriend. Oh, no. <laughs> no, that is very true. Yeah. <laughs> this, this was shared in private, Bobby, and now you just like let out all my secrets on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah he confided in you, and then it's just... I did, what did you confide? What did you confide? <laughs> Wait, Jody, how are the how are the burns from the forest fire? Yeah, they're very very painful. I'm gonna have to go back to Kings in a little bit. <laughs> Skin graft. Yeah. <laughs> and every time you make him cry, Bobby, it stings. His yeah, face. they're gonna they're gonna get they're gonna have to take uh, skin from Jody's like parts he doesn't use, like his penis and balls, oh, and put God, it onto his face. It. And Jody will just say, "I don't need these anyways. <laughs> I, I don't have a girlfriend." And they're like, yeah, "You might get one." He's like, "I don't need them. Just put my balls on my face so people think I look nice." The doctors were even just like insisting I I not leave, but like you were like, no, no, he's got to do the podcast. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Need to do the podcast. I'm not I sure. called and talked to them. I said, guys, this is important. We can't. We won't show his face out of respect mm-hmm. for how good he could look without these birds. Yeah, but... yeah, yeah. No, of course, of course. So this guy's full of theories. He comes up with some great concepts. The space elevator, but he came up with you know. Why not a spaceship? A... I'd, I'd rather go up in a spaceship than a space elevator. Yeah, yeah, but every time you go up in a spaceship, you have to tie rockets mm. to the ship, mm-hmm. which is a lot of fuel. Yeah, I don't know if they tie them. Well, <laughs> I like to think it's attached, welded on. Yeah. He also came up with the theory of like rockets mm-hmm. taking spaceships to space. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Yeah, that is. Without him, how would we? You know. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's just got those big ideas. It's just, I just I like the people who actually go, well, this is how it's going to be done, you know? Yeah. Because we can all say stuff willy-nilly. I was in Switzerland last week, sorry. Okay. A lot of innovation there. There's a lot of money in Switzerland. Yeah. yeah they, they enjoy the cash. I've never heard anyone say that before. Mm. 
No, it's not. Um, I thought it would be like, you know, a third world country. It's not. Really? Yeah. So when you take uh, all of the worst people in the world's money and hide it for mm. them, it's quite profitable. Yeah, I thought Switzerland was just next to Cambodia. Yeah. But it's in Europe. Okay. But they're not part of the EU. No, it's just like we have Greg's. They've got watch shops. That yeah. The watch is like £25,000. Yeah. And no one steals anything. Uh, it's, it's insane. But yeah, there's just a lot of like, their stuff just seems more like high tech and functioning than our stuff, you know? Mm. And they've got these things called trams. Yeah. Which are a mix of bus and a train put together. Like, um, they have those here yeah. in Croydon. They have trams here. <laughs> they my, have them in Croydon. My goodness me, really? <laughs> Ritz. I didn't, I genuinely didn't know. Yeah, that. they have those in Croydon. I need to, why did I go to, I could have gone to Croydon for my experience. Yeah. They sell watches there as well. I just don't think they're as real as the ones in Switzerland. Well, they're real. They're just yeah. not necessarily made by the people yeah. that the brand logo says. And I wouldn't <clears throat> use them as an indication of what time it is. No. But no, it's just, just sort of like, like there's a lot of, a lot of, it's weird. They just sort of seem to, um, they don't let anyone in, is what I'm trying to say. Okay. I don't think they've let people in for a few hundred years. This is the thing. Yeah. It's a very white place. Um, and everyone seems to like the minimum wage there is three and a half grand a month. That's we, high, but yeah. I guess it it is relative to how much things cost. A bottle of water in the airport was seven and a half francs, which is about six quid, and that's a small. Well, yeah. So then you water. take that three and a half grand. And yeah, divide it and by basically two. you're earning like six pounds an hour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it's an interesting place. Um, yeah, I think they've still got a lot of. It's just weird how they manage to go. Hey, we're the guys that don't fight, you know. I, it's a great idea. Let us hold have. your wallets. I'll take a fiver from each guy's wallet while you will beat the shit out of each other. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. They never. You know? Can we just, you know, and I, I kind of respect that. I don't I know think how they've other, managed it. There's other money countries like Luxembourg yeah. or like the Guernsey. Mm. I think all the money countries should have to fight each other. Yeah. Like just all like you just get an army of hundreds of bankers and they have to beat the fuck out of each other and the winner gets the other's money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be up for that. Let's fucking I want to see that. But I'm not even sure they have. Do the Swiss have an army? They got Swiss Army knives. No, I'm exactly. Not sure about they that. don't have an army. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's why they all need the Swiss Army knife. Every every if you get invaded, you pull out a little magnifying glass. So and all burn of the all position. of the like tax yeah. evasion destinations send their bankers to a field and then the bankers just fight each other yeah. with their fists and the winner gets the other's money but we've obviously all gone let's let there be one place that's safe that we don't fuck with you know yeah and it is a weird place like they haven't been invaded for ages you know it's just sort of like they don't they're recession proof if putin invaded switzerland mm -hmm. i would kind of just be like props to you and he's <laughs> like yeah yeah i'm a trillionaire now yeah I have all the money in the world. Well, you know when uh, Saddam started going for Kuwait, if he'd have taken Kuwait, which he would have without, you know, intervention, intervention, yeah. he would have had one tenth of the world's wealth. I get why they stopped. Yeah, him. <laughs> that's like let, giving the a kid the keys to the chocolate yeah. factory. <laughs> I really get why they were like, yeah. okay, we, no, we're... no, you can't have that. <laughs> that's too much money for you, Saddam. <laughs> you naughty boy. I saw one tenth. Uh, I saw a YouTube comment. Jody's probably seen it um, on our on one of our videos, and they said, "I'm conflicted about it." Did you see this? I'm conflicted about the podcast because I love Bobby, but Red is intolerable. <laughs> <laughs> and I went for a steam after seeing because there was a steam room in the hotel room when I was doing gigs in Switzerland, 
and I was sitting in the steam room, and I just said out loud, just intolerable. <laughs> <laughs> no, or is it insufferable? I can't remember. But I was like, I get if you like barely tolerable, fine. Do you know what I mean? But insufferable. But then he loves you, so it must be he must listen to this podcast. And when you speak, he's like, oh, yeah. And then I told you, it's like being in a shower when it's hot and cold. You know? But we're assuming it's a man. I would, I, would, I would lean towards it being a woman. Well, no, it's a man's name. Yeah, but I, you know, I've met a lot of women with men's names, and I feel like I have a certain charm with women that yeah. you might lack. Maybe. Maybe that's it. Maybe it's a woman who's scared of a free man who's a high-value man. You know? Usually those women have blue hair and their father's left very early. She knows that I've done Cobra Tate's Hustlers University and uh, she's terrified of it. <laughs> I don't think she knows what that means. No, probably not. Um, but no, it's just such a like... Because in the episode before, I said people who comment are like losers. And then someone comments saying... But they'd gotten involved. It's like, no, 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 that's fine to get involved and comment on the episode. But if you just go, I think you're a piece of shit. You know? We need their comments. We Listen, do need the comments. Comment. But nice ones. And if you're going to slag someone off, make it Bobby. Because no. you know when I first read it, I thought he was slagging you off. I was, <laughs> I was so happy for a second. And then it was me and I was really upset. Tell us, if you're going to comment, <laughs> comment. Tell us. What's wrong with Red specifically? <laughs> yeah, oh, Be no, more specific. I, I've got a taping in two days. I need I need as much confidence as I've got. <sighs> it is a funny one. Because I sort of when I first read it, I thought if I saw this guy in the sauna, I'd kill him. <laughs> just like the end of Eastern Promise. Yeah, just face in the fucking coals. Yeah. Um no. It's no, it's just I thought it's funny that he loves you so much. And then but and I just thought, is there a way around that, Jody? We can do a button where it's just Bobby talking. And then, uh, yeah, is that possible? Yeah. In 1895, mm-hmm. W.E.B. Dubois became the first African-American to receive a Ph.D. from Harvard University. Yeah, okay. I got to say. That's incredible. That's incredible. Think of how smart that guy had to be. Yeah. To <laughs> yeah. battle that much fucking racism mm-hmm. and yeah. go to Harvard. With a bunch of like rich racist cunts for like they probably test him for like three weeks and then finally went all right fuck it we gotta let him in yeah that person what did he write he wrote a famous book didn't he I know that's a big question it is a big question and it deserves a big answer that's what I say when I'm stalling (laughs) and I don't know the answer to something I don't think he did write a big book well he might have wrote a big book no I just I know about him I know of his name from my you know of his name yeah from my sort of um, my historical you know. Travels. He wrote like fifty books. Yes, he, <laughs> he was a really impressive you. guy. Yeah, there was one. Obviously, this guy was a fucking achiever and a genius, and that's so incredible. But what was he wrote? He wrote um, my favorite Ford Motors and where to find them. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> no, he wrote um... ample bosoms. <laughs> the sex novel. No, <laughs> he didn't. No, I just know he's a lot of stuff. Yeah, he must have really, really had a shitter. I bet you there were so many sort of dumb white kids who had rich parents who mocked him, you know. Yeah, like all of them. Yeah, all of them. Like, people always talk about, like, well, you're a white man. And it's like, I've faced no discrimination. And I'm fucking lazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what you're saying, like... If there were more barriers, oh God. I would have done nothing. Yeah. And also, almost... Love the barriers because they're an excuse. <laughs> yeah. Well, if even if I want a gig and someone's like, "Oh, you have to call that guy instead of emailing him," I'm like, yeah. 
Oh, it looks like I'm not doing that gig. Well, you know, there's the downstairs at the King's Head, and I've never done that gig. It's a huge, well, it's like, it's a staple of the London circuit. The reason I've never done it, you have to call before 11 o'clock on a Monday, <laughs> and I've never done it, ever. Have you? Yeah, I've, I do. I know Peter. Yeah, he's yeah. cool. He just likes to be called. Yeah. And it's 11 on Monday. Mm. Yeah. Never done it. No. Ever. I remember ringing because um, one club in London used to have to ring to get in with. And it was really hard to get in with them. And I called, got him on the phone. He's like, right, I'm going to start giving you spots. Started putting the spots down. And he's like, ah, oh. there's just been a delivery of, uh, of beers to the club or like drinks and crates. And he's like, I'll call you back. And just hung up. And then crates. And I just couldn't get back hold of him. I was just like, for fuck's sake. (laughs) But yeah, so sorry. I've turned the first black guy to get a PhD into me missing out on (laughs) on 300 quid's worth of kids. (laughs) I think that sums up your personality If you are under any illusion of my gender or race, (laughs) that was a giveaway. Yeah. Yeah, this guy fucking achieved a shitload at that time it's insane there was a load of boxers around that time as well uh, jack johnson famous boxer who i always thought the amazing movie could be made about him guess what happens week later film coming out about him but that's what i'm talking about mm-hmm. concepts i know you had the concept of course someone should make a movie about jack johnson yeah i've also had that concept world war ii when i, I read was about like him. make a movie about this you know yes <laughs> guess what happens <laughs> But you, you needed, you didn't action the concept of mm. Jack Johnson, no, right? Didn't know there was another guy called Sam something. I can't remember his second name. Brilliant boxer, black guy. But so they wouldn't let them fight white guys, and so there was all these white champions who like refused to fight the black guys, and like so just like being a white heavyweight at the time, you're just like fighting <laughs> each other, and then these white guys started to go oh we'll fuck them up and just like jack johnson like smashed people and used to date white women and stuff and was just a a great guy great guy and you're like not meant to smile when you beat white guys and stuff and he got he had like gold teeth and stuff and used to just grin and gloat and stuff like that and like wind up so there's like riots all of his fights but their fights used to be like to till someone stops and they go on for like two hours i wish boxing was still like that because I find heavyweight boxing now. Yeah. Sometimes it's like you're in round eleven. And it's yeah. Like, this is so tedious. Why? Because they're just slow, and yeah. I'm like, I just want them to try to end it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like if it went on longer, oh, we get nasty. Maybe because then they're not trying to run at the clock and win yeah. on points. There's no winning but on points. They point. would conserve their energy more. Maybe you know, so there'd be a worse a fight. This going on for ages. Are you going to watch Fury? Chisora. Yeah. I don't want to. I will. A lot of boxing fans are like, you got to boycott this. Because they have fought twice already. Fury's beaten him, you know, twice really easily. Six years ago. Chisora's way older than he was then. It's a pointless fight. Chisora's 88. Basically. And so I don't think I will. But, well, I, I will. I will end up paying for it, but I don't want to. But I think it's like just Fury giving Chisora some money. Yeah, basically, yeah. He's just like, hey, you want some money? But it's just sort of like you're just scamming the paying public, really. Yeah. Even they're like, they said in their, what's it called when they meet up before the fight? Uh, pre-match press conference. Yeah, the press conference. They were, uh, they were like, they said, okay, they agreed. They were just going to stand toe-to-toe in the first round. But they're like tickling each other. It's so stupid. It was like, <laughs> you just, you really like each other. Yeah, Can you yeah. fake it a little? Well, like, Chisora went to his birthday party. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just, it's ridiculous. <laughs> 
And so Chisora's going to make like four mil, which he deserves, you know. He's put in some great fights over the years. Um, we'll, by the time this comes out, England will have played Senegal as well. We'll know about the World Cup. I have no feelings. You don't care, do you? I'm boycotting. Mm, you've boycotted every World Cup. I, well, I'm boycotting this one because the Qatar. Yeah. I boycott the other ones because I hate football, but now I have a reason to do it. You had Chesney Hawks come on in the half time last night and sing. Who? Chesney Hawks. Don't know who that is. I'm boycotting that person you know, now. The song, I am the one and only. No. Nope. You can't take that. He's like a sort of one hit. What, wait, has he got more than one hit? No, he's a one-hit wonder. It's yeah. an absolute classic. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't say it's an absolute. It is an absolute classic. Okay, sorry, yeah. Jenny. But <laughs> Jody's like burns a... are affecting his memory. <laughs> it's a dance. It's like a shit wedding song or whatever. I don't know what it is. It's it's one of those songs you hear when you'll hear, like, is this the way to Amarillo? And you kind of know Chesney Hawks is coming at some point after that. Okay. But they he, no one's heard from him for ages. And suddenly he's just in Dubai singing at half time. And then there's someone you on his guitar. Sorry, in Qatar, singing at half-time. <laughs> in his gig list, his next gig is in Butlins. <laughs> <laughs> and he's in Butlins and somewhere else, like Shoreham-on-Sea. And it's just like, that's such a weird, like, he's just on on the pitch. You I know? like this it. This is amazing. <laughs> I can't watch because I'm boycotting. Yeah, no, of how they treat the migrants and mm-hmm. gay rights in Qatar and yeah. women in Qatar. But you are doing a gig there next month. Well, that's different because it's a private function. Yeah, and it's for the king only. Well, you know, not that he's a great... The king's trying to change things, but, yeah. you know, so I just... I, I'm gigging for the reformers mm-hmm. of Qatar. Yeah. Mm. Who are the people in power upholding the laws, but they told me in the email they want to change. Reform and, takes a lot. And time. there was a number attached to this gig that was hard to refuse. Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. Fair enough. I've asked David Beckham to open for me. I don't know if he's going to do it or not. <laughs> Just try stand up. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to outrun, you know, you don't have to be faster than the bear. That's what we've always said on you this know podcast. How depressing it is. Like, any celebrity could make more doing stand up than we do by just saying they're going to do it. Mm hmm. Well, it's like with the um, with Jake Paul in boxing. He's yeah. like, I make more than the pros, and you're like, yeah, but if Meghan Markle and Kate Middleton said they were going to fight, that would sell out. Yeah, you know, it doesn't mean you're good at boxing. So yeah, anyone like name someone shit. Do you do Brian you think, Adams do you instantly think, sell out more venues than us? Do you think Jake Paul will ever fight someone who beats him, or is he just going to keep picking opponents? I think what will happen is he will. Build and build and build, and then it'll get out of hand, and then someone's going to beat him. But he always picks, like, 55-year-old MMA I mean, fighters who can't punch. He keeps he keeps kind of leveling up, kind of, and yeah. he will level up too much soon. And then someone's going to break his eye socket, <laughs> and we'll get the image we all want to see, which is his brother cradling him in the ring, and him going, actually... I'm not as tough as I thought I was. I'm going to go back to YouTube. I'm going to go back to to waking up my dad and filming it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Got you. It's a weird world we live in. We're like Jake Paul and Logan Paul are some of the biggest stars, you know? And being famous is being hated in a way. It's like you just sort of... That was a real take from reality TV, you know? Yeah. And wrestling, maybe they got it from wrestling, but like that sort of... But I don't remember that existing in society where like you have like Piers Morgan or... The Heel. The Heel, Katie Hopkins, Jake Paul. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. I don't think that... It, don't, it didn't seem to be around. I don't remember. I remember you like wanted people to like you. 
I'd like to become a heel. Mm. But now you just, it's just, you, you're a clickbait of a person, you know? So really what we need to do is start, I don't know, we've said this many times, but say more provocative things. Either go far left or far right. Or far gross. Yeah. just I'll just show you videos of um, genocides and you mm. react. I go, ooh. Yeah, you can. Ow. I'd like. <laughs> <laughs> Ten worst genocides yeah. reaction video. <laughs> 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 but that seems what, to, what works. Whereas we're just sat here just trying to make art. Yeah. And no one likes art anymore. I wouldn't say anything we do is art. I wouldn't be surprised if it was art. <laughs> I've got a feeling. You wouldn't what... be surprised <laughs> if it was. Um, what else happened that year then, Bobby? Let's paint a canvas for, for our listeners. <laughs> Actually, this one makes me quite angry mm. because I've used I've never successfully used one of these. And every time I do, I just put a fucking hole in the wall. Mm-hmm. The world's first portable handheld electric drill was developed by Wilhelm and Carl Fein in Germany. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck you. I know. They're so hard. Fuck you. What they should have done was invented the drill but said this can only use by professionals. Mm-hmm. So none of us regular fucking people have to get the drill and be like, oh, it's just a screw in a wall. You just put a fucking tiny hole in and then put the thing in and then put the screw in. It's never that easy. Every time the drill goes one way, the nail goes the other, it spins out of control. I get burn on my hand from the... Uh, it's horrible. Yeah, it's bad. You've been pressured by someone else mm-hmm. to do it. Because, you know, she says you're fucking lazy, you mm-hmm. never do anything, you just need to put it, put up this picture. Yeah. And if you don't do it, I'm going to do it. You know she can't do mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. So then you decide, all right, fine, I'll put up the picture. You put up the picture, and then now the picture still isn't up, and there's a hole in the wall. Or you hang the picture, and less than a day later, the screw falls out of the wall, the yeah. picture smashes on the ground, and then you're like, see? Why didn't you just accept we're not picture-hanging people? <laughs> That's not what we do. Fast rabbit. And you used them before? They come round, they drill it in. Task worked... rabbit. Task rabbit. <laughs> Fast, Fast rabbit. You said it so confidently. Fast <laughs> rabbit. <laughs> Obviously, task is it's... Cause I they... know, fast rabbit makes no they, sense. They, no, it doesn't. I've got... Why, why are you... What? It's good you're not naming companies. Yeah, well, it's fast rabbit. What we do is we come round with a rabbit and we let it leg it round your house for an hour and, and then you pay us 50 pounds. Um, <laughs> I was working on a renovation of a pub. This guy... Um, from my school, owns loads of pubs. We started with one, and now it's a multi-million pound empire. Like, genuinely. Yeah. And um, I was like, this is when I was doing comedy and still doing another job, and I was do- helping do it up. But I was like, don't I don't know anything about that. So I was with all these builders. Some of them I know from school. One of them, the top builder, was a complete tosser. And I remember, like, trying to use the drill and him just being like, mate, it's fucking embarrassing. That I didn't, and I'm like, well, I don't. I'm sorry, I don't like know how to drill in a painting. That just didn't happen in my life, you know. Yeah. And I remember getting like going, oh, my shoes are fucked. What am I, I need to clean them because I, I did the top secret that night. I was doing a gig, and <clears throat> he was like, just tell the audience you've been doing a real job. And I was just like, oh, someone's angry. Yeah. So do you listen to music ever? Do you watch films? You prick. Can't remember his name. I would. I would name him on the pod, but he's probably somewhere else with his little ruler, surrounded by sawdust, and just fuming that he didn't take that creative writing course or, 
or whatever it is that was deep in his heart. Become a rapper, I don't know. In 1895. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, by the way, guys, check out our new podcast launching next week called Petty Grievances, <laughs> where Red Richardson every week rants about a man who once said, you don't know how to use a drill in that tone of voice. And then Red turns it into, you don't know how to use a drill. <laughs> like somehow his tone of voice is manipulated into him being a horrible monster. He was. He was evil. You were probably fucking useless no, the whole day, and that, too. And that by man... the end, of, wait, you, 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 what you left in was him saying, just tell him you did a real day's work. For once, but what you left out was the full day where he had hired and paid you, and you had not achieved any of the tasks. Wasn't he his was money. paying you for? Wasn't his money? And you were just like making him do twice as much work <laughs> because you were doing fucking nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then he said one comment. You latched onto it so he could be the villain in the situation, mm-hmm. not a man who accepted a day of work when he had no intention of doing it. <laughs> In eighteen ninety-five. <1895, laughs> American frontier murderer and outlaw. That's never what you want your title to be. <laughs> I call frontier like murderer and outlaw. Frontier outlaw is good. Yeah, murderer being before outlaw is not great. Mm. John Wesley Harden is killed by an off-duty policeman in a saloon in El Paso, Texas. Okay. Ah, oh, man. If you kill an outlaw, that's a good day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's crazy. I'm, I'm listening to a podcast on, like, what? Wait. I said the guy's name. James Harden. I have to go get the door. There's someone a, at the door. door. Welcome to the Red and Jody Show. Every week we have a good time. No one gets abused. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm back. Bobby's back. John Wesley Harden. He killed his first man at the age of 15. Whoa. <laughs> Claiming it was self-defense, but 15. Yeah. A hundred and, you know, t- 27 years ago. That was like 30 now. Yeah, yeah. If we, if, I, if you met a 15-year-old from 1895 right now, you'd be like, wow, what the fuck happened to you, man who's clearly in his 40s? Even like the noughties or like, no, sorry, 90s, you know? Yeah. Like... They're like, Chandler was 24. <laughs> yeah, but he was like... He was I mean, like, he was on crack. Yeah, yeah, whatever he was up to. I like when he was like, you say recently in his book, he goes, why do all the uh, great thinkers like River Phoenix and Heath Ledger die when Keanu Reeves is still alive? And you're like, one, once Keanu Reeves is like known as the nicest guy in show. <laughs> yeah, the nicest man in the world. And two, you're Chandler from <laughs> yeah. Friends. You're hardly fucking, you know what I mean, Chaucer or fucking <laughs> yeah, Charles you're, Bukowski. You're not better than Keanu <clears throat> yeah, Reeves. Yeah. If anything, you're in the same club yeah, as Keanu Reeves. Yeah, you really Reeves. are. Like Have some self-awareness. You're sort of e- w- easy-watching trash merchant. Yeah. And like, you don't fucking shit on your own, buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he had to apologize for wishing death upon yeah. Keanu Reeves. <laughs> as if he's John what a Lennon. funny apology. You know what I mean? It's fucking terrible, yeah. You're not <laughs> Kurt Cobain or whatever. <laughs> he didn't move the envelope. But anyway, sorry. Yeah. So he shoots this guy. Yeah. Well, at 15, he shot a guy. Then he was just pursued for years. And that's his life. And uh, by the age of 23, he was sentenced to 24 years in prison. Mm-hmm. At the time of his sentence, he claimed to have killed 42 men. Why would you claim that? You'd say he'd killed none. Well, contemporary... <laughs> I don't think he gets how how court cases work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, I've killed 42 people. They're like, okay, yeah, we think we're just going to keep you. There's a thing called a lie? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of people. Newspapers could attribute 27 deaths to him. 
Mm. Uh, while in prison, he studied law and wrote an autobiography. Mm, fair enough. He was known for exaggerating or fabricating stories about his life and claimed credit for many killings that cannot be corrobor- corroborated. Yeah. And then he was released in 1894, you know, 22 years. So he was alive for 23 years. Yeah. Then spent 22 years in prison. Mm-hmm. Then he got out. And then right. he was killed. They let him out after he killed 27 people. Yeah. And he, so he's at the saloon. It was a nice life back then in a brutal way, but there was no, like, you have to worry what everyone else was doing. You know, it's just the wind in your hair, gun in your pocket, horse. So what happened was an El Paso lawnman, John Selman Jr., arrested Hardin's acquaintance and part-time prostitute, the widow. Acquaintance and part-time prostitute. <laughs> M. Rose. So when he was doing well, she didn't have to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, once in a while, you gotta, you gotta take one for the team. It wasn't as much in the safe as I thought, so suck him off. Arrested for brandishing a gun in public. Mm-hmm. Hardin mm-hmm. confronted Solomon, and the two men argued. Some accounts state that Hardin pistol whipped the younger man. <laughs> Selman's 56-year-old father, Constable John Selman Sr., and former outlaw himself, approached Hardin on the afternoon of August 19th, 1895, and the two men exchanged heated words. That night, Hardin went to the Acme Saloon, where he began playing dice. His last words were four sixes to beat. Shortly before midnight, Selman Sr. entered the saloon, walked up to Hardin from behind, and shot him in the head, killing him instantly. Wow. As Hardin lay on the floor, Selman fired three more shots into him. He was buried the following day, in Concordia Cemetery in El Paso, Selman Sr. was arrested for murder and stood trial. He claimed self-defense. <laughs> like, shooting someone in the back of the head is not... <laughs> if anything, it's a preemptive yeah, strike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't have that term back then. I think they thought of that during the Bush years. Well, that's but... like one better than him being asleep when you shoot him, you know? He stated that he witnessed Harden attempting to draw his pistol upon seeing him enter the saloon and a hung jury resulted in him being released on bond pending a retrial. Mm. However, before the retrial could be organized, Selman was killed in a shootout with U.S. Marshal General Scarborough during an argument following a card game. Mm-hmm. What a violent life. Yeah, that, that really is. What and a 23 years in jail. Yeah. For 27 murders. That's like seven months per person. Yeah. No, he said he said 42. Yeah. I love that he told them it was 15 more. Yeah. And they're like, I'm not sure about that. The thing is, though, in those times, you could really make up your own legend. And I hate when historians go back and go, you know, he wasn't actually that cool. And you go, just leave it. Let it. Yeah. Let it. They go, you know, he's actually like four foot tall and had a micro penis. Yeah, like, yeah, just yeah. stop. Yeah. He, he worked stop. hard stop, to be remembered stop. that he way. He a lot. And he did some of it. But he lied a lot. Let it, let it live. You yeah. know. Yeah, I'm listening to Wild West podcast, and it's sort of like they talked about the first duel and stuff like that, mm. where just pistols drawn. And um, this guy who's called Wild Bill, he was in a, about to be in a shootout. The guy had his gun out, pointed at him, he's banged to rights, and he just looked behind the guy as if there was someone coming up behind him and went, don't shoot, don't shoot, don't worry, I'm sorting it, I'm sorting it. And the guy turned around, he pulled out his gun and shot the guy. <laughs> no one behind him. And that was how one of the first duels ever was won, which I respect a lot. Yeah. You don't have to be the fastest bear. No, you don't have to be faster. <laughs> you don't have to be faster than the bear. That's a, that's a huge example of that. <laughs> and on that exciting note... <laughs> 
I think it's time we leave. Yeah, as well. Thank you to our super genius patrons, Master Matthew Spencer, Spencer, Christopher. We still love you. Um, thank you to our listeners. Thank you to our patrons. Thank you to Jody. We wish his burns heal quickly, yeah, so that and- someday he can be revealed. And if you are a Patreon member, tune in. We've got a brilliant episode this week. We haven't recorded it yet. We're hoping. Don't say that. Well, we do. It'll, yeah, but it'll that's many enticed the people who haven't paid into paying. Never mind. See you next week. Goodbye. That was another episode of The Year Is. Thank you very much for listening. Please like and subscribe. Leave us a review. It all helps. I'd like to thank our producer, Jody, And also, I'd like to thank uh, Josh Weller. For our intro music and song, it's uh, it's very catchy, it's very nice. I'm sure you will enjoy it at the beginning. So big thanks to Josh Weller. He's on Instagram at Josh Weller, Josh Weller. Follow him and uh, keep spreading the word of the year is. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.